there are a few very primordial questions the most important questions we ask ourselves who am i where did i come from what is my purpose where am i going why am i here so for all these questions the most important one is who am i only when you know who you are can you answer the other questions why am i here where did i come from what is my purpose where am i going so the basic you know the most important thing or the thing that is the same in all these questions is i where am i going where did i come from what is my purpose it has all something to do with this i so if you don't understand what is this i then it's very difficult to answer any other questions in life how do you find solutions how do you know what you want to do how do you know anything at all because if you don't know who you are then nothing makes sense nothing makes perfect sense only when you know who you are can you answer all of the questions when you know who you are can you solve all of the problems when you know who you are you can find what you really want and you can figure out ways how to get it maybe so the most important thing is who am i and this is a question we seldom ask ourselves you know we always ask ourselves what do you want what do we want what do i want how do i get it so these questions come later and the reason you're not happy the reason you don't find satisfaction peace is because you're getting some things you know you're reaching out to things without knowing your own true state so only when you know who you are can you go and go out there and get things for this i so who am i who am i <laughs> let's find out so the first question the first thing that comes to our mind is i am this body you know this is me this this body this combination of mind and body and spirit we all say these things that you know i am this person i am such an i am such a person this is my name but we all know you are not the name whatever you could be john jack anything it does not matter by changing the name you don't change right the name can change and the name changes it's not like you change so we know it name is just something you call this person water is not actually w a t e r water is water no matter what else you call it in all languages we call it by different names the principles of water don't change in the same way the name has no bearing on who you actually are so then we come to the form and the form is in the form of a body the four limbs two eyes nose are you the nose no you have a nose are you the arms no you have arms are, are you your toes no 
are you your eyes no are you the heart no are you the fingers no so when individually you're not you're none of these how can you you know be a be the body when you add up all these things you know what i mean you're not the fingers you're not the toes you're not the skin you're not your blood so one thing is very certain that we are not the body the body is made up of seven dhatus in the vedic culture in ayurveda we have something called the dhatus the dhatus are tissues in the body they are the plasma blood muscles fat bone marrow nerve and semen the reproductive tissues so basically there are seven tissues broadly they are divided in the in ayurveda so you are not the dhatus right you are not the tissues in the body even if you add up all the tissues you are not the tissues right so first thing is we are not the seven dhatus we are not the body so you can come to an understanding that yes i am not the body because body is made up of the seven dhatus and what else is the body made up of it is made up of air right it is made up of the five pranas pranas are the life force that runs this body so pranas we have five pranas one is prana vyana samana udana and apana so vyana is in charge of circulation of blood and energy in the body udana is the prana needed for speech samana is that prana which helps uh, digest the food so samana is like uh, the digestive fire that keeps the digest- digestive fire going you know it's called jataragni also so this is the fire that digests all your food if this fire is not strong there is problem with digestion anyway and then apana is in charge of excretion so your burping and your passing out the gases and then you know excretion any form of urination anything so this energy is apana and then the mukya prana the main prana is responsible for beating of the heart and the actual breathing itself so it's one life force one energy or one vital layer in the body which is can be divided into these five parts but which prana are you are you the prana right though we call it the life force it is that which sustains life so when the breath leaves the body of a human being and does not come back he is said to be dead right but is the life force itself the person is the air itself you the air you breathe it sustains the body but it is not you you are something separate you know like you breathe in you inhale and the air enters your body remains there for a brief period of time and then it leaves the body so there is a brief moment where the, there is no you know air in the body so to say when the exhalation happens so you don't cease to exist you still exist regardless of that so you know the air that comes and goes is independent of you or you are independent of these five airs the panchapranas 
we are not the seven dhatus we are not the five pranas what comes next the five cognitive sense organs are you the five cognitive sense organs the sense of hearing the sense of touch sight taste and smell and they have their own corresponding objects such as sound touch color taste and odor but you are not that you hear sounds you touch things you see color you taste different foods and you can smell different things the sense of smelling itself is not you you smell things you taste things you see things you touch things you hear things but you are independent of all these things or independent of the five cognitive sense senses and their corresponding sense objects and also the tools are such as eyes ears nose tongue skin you are you are not you are none of these they arise in you and subside in you so when not the seven dhatus the five pranas or the five cognitive sense organs then we must be the mind right what is that machine that runs this whole body what is that mind what is that concept what is that the central processing unit right what is that what is that intelligence that runs this body we call it the mind and in the vedas they have divided the mind also into four mental elements so to say different aspects of the same mind it's buddhi or the intellect ahankara which is the ego which we are all very familiar with the chitta the memory capsule and the manas manas is what we call the mind the organ of attention or the temporal awareness so what is the buddhi actually it is that intelligence it is that intellect which determines what is what so suppose you see a an orange you know it is a fruit so it is the intelligence which the intellect which computes this thought that this is the orange it's orange in color it tastes a certain way and using the memory capsule the chitta so you have prior memory of this orange and it is all stored in that memory capsule called the chitta it that is the storehouse of past impressions so based on the chitta the buddhi comes to a conclusion and says this is the orange right and when you come to an ob- when you come to an objective analysis obviously all these things happen in a you know in a split second but when the mind computes and the intellect determines this is an orange the ego comes into place and the ego says do i like this orange do i not like this orange and it's also the subtle ego which says i see this orange i comes in that is the ahankara of the ego i am i love this orange i hate this orange i would like to eat this orange i would like more of this orange so it kicks in this comes in slightly later and then there is the manas the manas is the organ of attention as i said it is the temporary awareness it is that awareness that arises and falls and in this screen of mind 
all these things happen so you can say the manas is like a blanket on which all this the buddhi ahankara chitta all these things play their games so the mind is the all encompassing faculty that computes everything so which one are we are we the intellect the ego See, the intellect kicks in and then it disappears again so you exist even when the intellect does not exist like a child a child in the child the intellect is not at sharpened so even when the intellect does not exist the child does not know it is an orange but still the child exists and still enjoys the experience of being alive even without the intellect in deep sleep there is no intellect but you still exist so of course we can say that we are not the buddhi we are not i am not the intellect and then the memory capsule when you wake up in the morning sometimes there is a split second when you don't know who you are and the world has not arisen in you you don't really compute you don't really understand who you are in what form you exist so there is a split second before the entire world descends on you when you wake up suddenly or when you're having a hearty laugh in that split second you forget everything or when you're shocked or in a state of deep panic there are certain stages you know when suddenly the world does not exist for you mentally so the chitta you can say the memory capsule is momentarily not existing for you but you still exist right and in the same way the ego we all know the ego appears and disappears appears and disappears continuously if you actually examine your breath you will see that with every incoming breath the ego arises and with every outgoing breath the ego disappears with every outgoing breath when you are not breathing the ego for a split second for a few maybe few moments it cannot arise its ugly head ego is synonymous with the breath so it it arises and then dissipates it arises and dissipates but because of the memory capsule of who we think we are and who what the world you know what we think the world is the ego reappears in a similar form that you are comfortable or you are familiar with the ego does not exist in deep sleep the ego again does not exist in many times in your in your life for a moment it does not rise its ugly head again when you are really happy when there is a sense of deep gratitude when there is a sense of deep joy when you forget the world and just laugh and just dance or you know you're in, you're in the zone so to say there are many moments like this when the moment when the ego does not exist but you still exist even without ego so it is very it is we can come to a conclusion that we are not the mind i am not the mind or its different aspects i am not the buddhi i am not the ahankara i am not the chitta or, or the manas it is not 
difficult to come to a conclusion but we need to meditate on this and we need to deeply dwell on these ideas and actually think is there any truth in this how do i without without doubt and this is not something that you need to understand intellectually this is something you can experience with you know direct experience you don't need anyone to you know show you the where your mind exists you don't need anybody else to tell you you are not the body or you are not the mind with direct perception you know everybody has this faculty within themselves when you can become aware of yourself and you can understand what you are and who who you are and who you are not so it's very safe to say that i'm not the body i'm not the seven dhatus the five pranas the five cognitive senses or the four mental elements and also the five elements you know there is blood in the body and blood is made up of water am i water no am i the fires in the body that creates creates heat no am i the prithvi tatva the element of earth in the body which holds everything together which gives its mass and volume no am i that space in which all this exists no you are beyond even that space so you can come to a conclusion that i am not the five elements either i am not the dhatus the pranas the cognitive sense organs or the four mental elements or the five you know elementals in nature then who am i so after negating all of this as neti neti not this not that what is left that self that awareness that i am i am that when complete negation after complete negation we re- we reach a state you know where you cannot hold on to anything when you cannot grab anything and say this is what i am what is left by direct perception that is that awareness you know that is that consciousness not the content of consciousness but consciousness itself know that you are that i am that so what is the nature of this awareness it is sat chit and ananda it is the truth it exists as it is without any external support and you experience it as true happiness so sachitananda is the truth and it is the very existence it is life itself you are life itself you are not a living entity but you are life itself we need to comprehend this again not just intellectually but with the deep perception of your own truth that you are truth itself you are life itself and your very nature is happiness is pure joy unadulterated joy pure bliss why are you bliss you know that unlimited freedom that cannot be expressed in any other words there is nothing to hold you back there are no limitations you know there is no death there is nothing temporary there are no forms to worry about there is no other to fear or to lust after what is the state of absolute freedom when you are completely at peace that is joy 
that is true happiness so how is this realization of the self to be gained when you see yourself as you are you know what i mean you should see yourself as you are without any frills without any support of the mind or the cognitive facilities without assumptions not assuming that i might be like this i might be like that no direct perception unshaken knowledge when you see yourself as you are and you abide in your own true state that is true realization that is realization then the illusory world does not appear and it does not appear neither does the ego appear so the world and the ego arise together and disappear together they don't exist independent of each other without the ego there is no world without the world there is no ego when both disappear then the self appears in its own true pristine state the self is not hiding it does not need to appear only your perception is wrong only you perceive the rope to be the snake the rope always exists as it is as the rope but you perceive it to be a snake you perceive the self to be the world you perceive the world to be real you perceive the shadow to be real the reflection of consciousness is not consciousness the reflection of the self is ego the ego might appear like the self like it is true like it is the truth but the ego is temporary ego is illusory ego has no basis thoughts have no basis they have no foundation their substratum is the self so you might ask can't illusion and truth exist together like light and shade absolutely not where there is light there can be no darkness there can be no darkness where there is light if in a dark room you bring in you know a candle the darkness disappears and where did it disappear where did it go the darkness is only the absence of light it is not something to be taken out of the room and sent out it is only absence of light as soon as light appears you will see things clearly that there was no darkness in the first place what we call darkness is only absence of light what we call the ego is only absence of self knowledge what we call bondage is only absence of self knowledge misery is absence of light absence of true knowledge of who you actually are so of course they can't exist together and what is the way to gain this realization by knowing yourself through the path of self inquiry know thyself bhagwan sri ramana maharshi talks about the path of self inquiry you know with great clarity from direct experience
He says that which rises as I in this body is the mind. If one inquires as to where in the body this I thought rises first, one would discover that it rises in the heart. That is the place of the mind's origin. Even if one constantly thinks I, 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 and keeps going back to the sense of I amness, you know, I, 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 the sense of beingness. He'll be led to led back to the place, to the root of this I. And of all the thoughts that arise in the mind, the I thought is the first thought. I arises first, and then everything else arises. So I is the root thought. The thinker is also a thought, and is the root thought. Is the basis for all thoughts. And it is only after the thinker arises that all other thoughts arise. You know. So it is after the appearance of the first person pronoun that the second pronoun and the third pronoun and so on and so forth that arise. Without the first pronoun, there will be no second, no third. So without I, there is no you, there is no we, there is no them. Them exists because of I. You exist because of I. The sense of I amness. First comes the sense of I amness. Only when I see myself as I am, then I say you are. Get what I mean. So we need to inquire into this. This I am, I am, I. We keep saying I am, I am, but by the inquiry. So by the inquiry, who am I? This this thought, who am I, will destroy all other thoughts. Because we are going to make a habit of taking the mind back to the root. the mind is very externalized you know it has a thought and then it keeps building on these thoughts and thoughts become actions and action become you know karma and this is life we keep going forward we keep externalizing the whole process so we build from a small illusion we end up building mountains and mountains of you know dreams and illusions and what not whereas you don't need any of those things just to be happy in this moment you can live in this moment without this entire onslaught of this you know mind machinery so the way to change the habit of the mind you know mind is so severely externalized and extroverted to bring it back you need to keep going back to the root so every time a thought arises in you you can ask yourself who is this thought arising to who is seeing this thought who is aware of this thought who is thinking this you know suppose you're angry and you wild at that moment you can ask yourself instead of asking why am i angry i should not be angry i should be you know a calm person and what whatever so instead of going into that ask yourself who is angry you know if at a moment you're feeling really depressed and really sad ask yourself who is sad who is this i who is feeling sad and actively you know be in pursuit don't just ask that question and let it go go to the root of that i who is this i suppose you say i am angry and you ask yourself who who is angry 
who is this i who is angry and the mind will you know spill out a few things saying i am you know john and i am angry because the world is not a happy place then you have to ask yourself who is this john i am a person who is this person i am a human being i am a man no keep going no we have already dismissed all the elements that we are not so with this process keep going back revert revert back revert back and see the sense of i amness where is this arising from in the body no from where is this sense of beingness arising where is the sense of this feeling of i am i am where is this coming from go to that root keep going to the root come back come back find 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 this way the mind will go back to its source and the mind becomes quiet by practice it won't happen over a, a 15 minutes or 20 minutes by practice by constant practice you know we have had the practice of externalizing the mind since you know childhood and lifetimes together it's not even just one birth constantly we're looking outside for answers answers outside 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 no go back go back go back go back so when the mind that is subtle goes out through the sense organs it experiences the world the names and the forms appear but when it stays in the heart the root the names and forms disappear not letting the mind go out but retaining it in the heart you know this is called samadhi you might have to put some effort but slowly it becomes effortless the mind starts enjoying the peace the joy the silence of the heart and then then and then when the mind stays in the heart the i which is the source of all thoughts will go you know the i loses its this its rajasic qualities the i loses its strength to fight and to keep going out going out going out and becomes pa- passive becomes relaxed it enjoys it enjoys it realizes the real joy exists in the heart not in the world outside and then finally it gives up its its habit of externalizing everything its habit of jumping and attacking everything and being attracted to everything and hating everything this i stops creating thoughts this i stops creating illusions the mind becomes quiet it subsides in the self absolutely you can say the mind merged into the self this is self realization and the mind becomes absolutely pure and the ego realizes realizes its own nature there is only the truth there is only that i which shines forth the true i the real i it is not the limited i you know but you can say the i of god the i of godliness of oneness of non duality the formless eternal immortal 
you know that which can never be shaken that which can never be touched that which does not diminish that which is full of joy which is whose nature is freedom that i shines forth naturally it is not something new it is your natural state it is not something to be gained we were running away from it we were running away from this this is your own true state until the moment this is accomplished till the moment the questioner disappears you know who am i who am i this questioner this quest you will not find answers but remember that the questioner himself will disappear till that moment the questioner disappears you have to go at it keep going back into yourself who am i who am i where is this sense of i coming from keep doing the self inquiry till the mind subsides into the heart and the mind merges in the heart keep going at it until that time surrender to this practice and bring bring in all your energy everything you have to answer this one primordial question knowing this you have known everything you have known all doing this you have done everything that needs to be done this is liberation this is freedom this is joy this is the greatest achievement the greatest accomplishment you are that self realize that self inquire into the nature of the self meditate on the self who am i who am i go to the root find out who you are and there lies the solution to all your problems now that is the answer to all your questions that is the secret of all secrets that is the most sacred thing that is the most pure pure thing that is that that is the secret of all secrets know that and you have known everything be that and you are everything experience that and nothing else need be experienced